Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc welcome to the black girl flow podcast a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that December is just treating you so nice and cuddly wuddly snuggled. Mm. How are the Sages doing out in the world? I for, I how could I forget about them? I don't know how you can Barbs. <laughs> Nikki. Listen, we Yo, can't I'm forget about rolling. the Sages. We rolling. can't forget about the Sages. They they didn't even care if we forgot about them because they um, were on their own. You know, I I feel like Sages, a matter of fact, do care, would love all the recognition, would actually love the first calendar <laughs> month you know like when you open up a calendar with the yeah. pictures like that's that's what it's giving that's what it's giving well we're sending a sad shout out to mm-hmm. all the sadges out there i actually have a lot of sadges in my life yeah aquarius air i almost said water Ooh, girl uh-uh. air and fire 
and I'm on the cusp, so. Yeah, you are. You're a little cuspy. Yeah. I feel like Sages flock together, so. Agreed. You know, I'm sure that y'all are living your best lives. I would hope so. It's like if you can toss a rock, you probably hit a couple Sages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that goes. I, I feel like. It's Sages, they're the people in my life that, you know, you just strike up a conversation with on a flight and... I could see that. That, you know, they're just, they might have completely rebirthed themselves <laughs> and they are, you know, just... Between they're the, just on flights. Between the barbs and the rebirth, I don't know any other way to, that describes a Sag more accurately. So I love that. And I love that for the Sages. And we're giving you all your flowers in your season and the spotlight that comes with it. But Liv, before we get into the pulse check, I have to keep bringing it up until we really finalize it. Mm-hmm. What are the girlies called? What are we calling the girlies? They're definitely not called the girlies. So that's the first step. That's Work the first me. step. Work with They're me. not called. I can. I'm the type of person that can tell you what I don't like. Right. And then it'll take me some time to figure out what I do like. So for those that are out of the loop, we've been trying to figure out what could be the perfect tribe name for the people in this community. Exactly. Our day one, our, you know, day mm-hmm. one, day ones, mm-hmm. our new listeners. Mm-hmm. We, what is the community, mm-hmm. you know, when we're really showing out, when the girlies are up? Yeah, this girlies, man. It just has to stop. It has to stop. <laughs> Give but, me some, I but want, tell that's them, what I'm saying. I want something. Give me something. I'm, I'm here. Tell them your idea, and then we're going to vote on it in an Instagram poll. Y'all, I think Sister Friends has something. I just think the way that I say it is giving mm-hmm. to auntie. So mm-hmm. Sister Friends, because, you know, like, we got each other. You know, like, you you linked up. Like, we, we come in numbers. Yeah, Sister Friends. Hey, I'm not mad at it i just think i need to see the aesthetic the branding yeah you know what i mean it is definitely giving it gives me grandma vibes like the butterscotch candy that's what i'm going i don't want that i don't want that for us i want the we up we up i want the we up and i got my girls like if i call i know steve here i am if i call them they gonna come in numbers and we gonna we gonna show up, but we gonna show up in our groundedness, our wholesomeness, our baddiness, mm-hmm. our affirmations in a goal-driven path. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Help so me, crazy because there's just been too many names that have been overdone that just people cringe at these days. Yeah. So that's why we're gonna be different. And that's why this is a collaborative process. So let us know how you feel. Co-design with us. So with that. Pulse check time. Pulse check time. You know, I am feeling, again, how am I feeling? How am I feeling, (laughs) actually? This is such a wholesome face. It is one of those things where, I, you know, as you grow older, you're learning what you do and what you don't like. You're learning what – I feel like I'm just, like, still settling into myself – um could you even go as far live to say at some point as growing older you don't even decide your body decides for you and it is a disrespectful process yeah where it's like what i do like or don't like i'm sorry i'm all done you know drinking milk 
Because yeah. my body said, we're all done drinking milk. Yeah. But I didn't know that that was going to be the last ice cream cone I eat in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan Woods was talking about this back during Thanksgiving. She was like, I don't know about y'all, but I just don't know if, um, you know, my body can handle the Thanksgiving dinner plates anymore because I woke up this morning and usually I would do the Thanksgiving dinner for breakfast, but I can't even do it. I have that times three and my body, again, it's just like settling into myself. And, um, you know, I've been transparent with my friends as well that like somewhere along my movement journey, getting into relationship, like getting back on birth control, your girl has become the heaviest that she's ever been. And I say that laughing and with a smile on my face. Um, But at the same time, I am like... Like new body, new yeah. girl, yeah. And who is and, you? Yes, yeah. and and it's weird because, you know, you see celebrities like Georgia Smith gain weight, yeah. And in a sense, people expect her to address it, and then you know you have people from high school or college that may gain weight, and it's like, can you just address it? <laughs> like, th- there's just this weird feeling of, but at the same time, obviously, since you know. We're, we're the girls and we be chatting like I'm I'm a talk to talk to other people about it but it's not something that necessarily has to be like the forefront of a conversation totally. it never should be the forefront of a conversation but I am like again settling into it yeah and I just don't have the opportunity to really like talk to people about it yeah. as much I think that's so fair on both sides of the spectrum because there's also that kind of moral discourse around people who are on Ozempic too Mm. and whether they need to state it or not state it kind of addressing the opposite of like are we going to talk about that you look so different or that you were seeing this progression and then on the flip side people just owning where they are and I think Tim's was response to this was like the funniest where she was like, like pop off like y'all are really wild and right now yeah making bold claims about who what when where why But I do think that as women, it is a really interesting process in womanhood to like find that body set point and just your relationship to it. It's it's a funky place, like you said. Who is who is that? Who is who who arrived? Yeah, and it's not even one of those things that it's 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 like just the reprogramming. Yeah, you know, I think so much of growing older is reprogramming and accepting yourself where you are and what you're able to give. And if you want to make a change, then make a change. But if you like it, then like cool, and you're cool with it, then cool. Yeah. Um, it's just that my Caribbean American background has a lot of indoctrination, a lot of things going on and so I'm like learning constantly to love myself again in this first draft form and then cool with rewriting the narrative whenever I want but yeah that felt like very therapy-esque to to just pour my heart out to you guys on the mic just but it's just but yeah that's how I'm doing how are you doing I think that I am in my head about a lot of different things and trying to find the words, which I hate not having the words to understand or articulate how I feel about something. But 
y'all know I've been in the process of um, restructuring my life in terms of my day-to-day routine and things like that. And I've definitely been... Because of... Oh, quitting my job. Yes. (laughs) For the people who have been around. For quitting my typical nine to five and really kind of trying to build out an infrastructure of different endeavors and things like that. So I find myself in now a very untraditional path. I'm still working. I still do freelance consulting stuff. So I'm still busy. I still have a workload. And so I've been trying to focus on the things that I'm really loving about this process, like not always having to be like up and on somebody else's time in the start of my day. Like I get more days where I get to set that schedule than I am on the opposite. But girl, when I tell you, you want to see yourself acting silly goofy be unstructured like have no structure in your life I am in one two-hour session mean like I'm going back to work forget this like I hate this life to I love this I get to go to Costco in the middle of the day and run the errands because my prime work time is you know between the hours of this and that so I am really caught like catching up with myself in a lot of ways of that and trying to find the words to be like what am I experiencing today and is this just a phase of the transition and gosh I hope I get through it because I'm like I can't I can't do this which almost reminds me when you first moved in and you would just like roll up into my office and be like, I'm done. I'm quitting my yeah. job. <laughs> and Hanging I'm like, I get thread. it. I totally get it now. I totally get it. But I can't quit a job because I'm now employed by me. So mm-hmm. it's a weird internal and I don't have any like colleagues to kiki this. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of me. It's just different. It's really different. So I'm in a new phase of relationship with the different. Hashtag entrepreneur. Hashtag freelancer. Which, ew, you know I hate being That's so not, cringy. How and is being that cringy? Entrepreneur spirit. That's know, not just... even, it's not even like that. It's literally a fact. And it's something <laughs> that you should be very proud of. And yeah. so navigating it is just going to be one of them things, girl. One of them things. It's the things. Yeah. Me. Yeah. But God got you, girl. I know. I know. But all of that, I think from our pulse checks to where we are now in the moment of just navigating, finding how we're feeling in the moment in in a way brings us to this episode, which I'm super excited about because I think it builds on some episodes that we've done in the past that really have resonated with people of just what it would mean to go towards the things we're resisting. And I think in both cases of our pulse check, just saying what we're resisting or saying the things that we're navigating becomes a part of the process, but really diving deep into what does it mean to find that area of your life that you want to dive deeper into that, you know, the barriers or mindsets that might be blocking you from taking on a big endeavor, big step, and then navigating the change towards that, which reminds me of that episode we did of, you know, your fear of your own success a little bit. But this feels more in the weeds of, okay, we might fear our own success, but then how do we move from that fear to action and actually move towards what we're resisting? So have you ever found yourself in that spot, Olivia, or a relationship to what you're resisting before? Yeah, absolutely. All the time. I think a big part of being in our 20s is this conversation around our potential and 
how close we are to fully accessing, accessing, accessing. <laughs> Ooh, y'all. <laughs> I was like, that word did not sound right. But accessing our fullest potential, right? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, when we're raising this capitalistic structure that is always teaching us, you know, to work and, and to do these things um, a certain way, a lot of us have this inner desire to do maybe something that's off the grain or something that would transform our lives for the better, but we are so stuck in this indoctrination or we're so stuck in a different type of thing. And so for me, this conversation is understanding like the mountain that is in our way to get to where we need to be because Mm. oftentimes it could be the uploading of a YouTube video or the establishing a workout routine or the considering my relationship to, um, you know, my family and my friends and or understanding my values that could help push us over that Mm. mountain. Mm. And like in astrology, there is this thing called, you know, the midheaven and, you know, which which is this – the point in the sky that kind of discusses more about like our destiny and like what we're supposed to overcome in this lifetime mm-hmm. and spirituality. We, we, we hear karma thrown around um, or Dharma and all of these concepts kind of stem back to our own personal struggle of like what we're supposed to overcome. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes sometimes what we're supposed to overcome can feel like too painful or too, Yeah, Yeah, just like it can just feel so it's like, how are we moving towards what we're resisting to get on the other side of it? Because one thing that I'm learning when I look at people, even like you or or others that kind of show up with things, no one is really showing up with anything Mm -hmm. like they're working really hard to Mm -hmm. get the thing that they're showing up with. Mm hmm. And they had to push past what they were resisting. You see these crazy weight loss stories of somebody that's 600 pounds. And it's like, did you think they just woke up and, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they they had to do, they had to go through so much to get on the other side of that. So mm-hmm. what is the relationship that you're having with the things that you really want to get on the other side of? And what are the steps, professional, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, like what are you doing to move past that is the million dollar question. Yeah, man, it's such an important question because I think sometimes we don't tether the barriers or the difficulty in moving through that with what's to gain. We only see, oh, you know, I'm never going to be successful or I'm never going to be like that creator or I don't have the resources like that. Like, but not seeing that if we can move through those, it is tethered to our success. And I feel like if we begin to see the tether, then it will give us, I hope the sense of urgency or even just the sense of hope that it's possible and can get us to the other side of that mountain. Like you said, I love that visual so much. And I really think about this idea In terms of the stories we tell, you know, I think a couple episodes back I was talking about, or maybe I was just talking to you, Olivia, about this, of feeling really called. I'm such a private person and I really just kind of let whoever's around me be a part of the journey. But if you just don't know, I'm not good at recasting or telling that narrative. I'm just kind of like, I rad, like you said. 
but feeling compelled to tell the story so that not for people to feel like it's a 12 step, oh, she did it, I can do it too, but just the calling of what happens when you lean into that and not in a way that we're all fighting our demons, but how do you coach yourself through that and how do you lean on community to get through that? So I think the byproduct ends up being a reflection of how in the weeds you were willing to get, how deeply rooted your community was. And it reminds me of the um, like satirical speech that Issa Rae gave that one time mm-hmm. um, where she's like, I did it. Like, forget my team, like all this stuff. And it was hilarious because we never hear it in that way. But in reality, it is all of those things at play that get just one person through that success marker. And I just want to tell more stories that give the depth and dynamics of the going towards what you're resisting and what it takes and the resources to move through it. Yeah. Everything feels like it happens really fast. Yeah. And something like, you know, your life path or um, advice, something as simple as advice, it's going to take a lot um, of intentional reworking of your subconscious brain yeah. um, to overcome that. Yeah. And there becomes a time when we do have to acknowledge, you know, what is standing in the way of my own success? What are the beliefs that I have? And how can I reframe this? Or like, what what can I do with this? Because if you continue to hold on to it, then you won't ever reach your fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can feel, you know, a, a bit scary, especially when you hear people, you know, on their deathbeds when they talk about like their biggest regrets. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I just wish I would have done this. I just wish I would have done this. And like every day isn't promise. So what are we doing today yeah. to, to counteract, um, you know, the resistance? And so for you, has there been things that you're able to tether yourself to, to kind of trudge through that process a little bit? Like, is there facets of it that help ground you or give you a little bit of, I guess you could say, light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, I think I lean on my community more than anything. Yeah, I really um, have them speak into me. My like when I when the fog just gets too foggy and I'm like I can't figure out where to go left or right but like so so I'm just gonna sit here like mm-hmm. I I'll talk it out with my with my community and I have never really been someone to kind of look at people that I don't know to inspire me as much yeah. but I just look at what I do see yeah. and I do remember the times that I felt really proud of myself for overcoming the hump oh, because yeah. I think when you train yourself to do it enough times it becomes the first instinct yeah it's not even yeah it becomes the first instinct but it just becomes less scary mm. you know so I know that I'll be able to do it because look at what I did the past time Mm -hmm. and just kind of keeping a track of the times where I defied the odds or I didn't think I was going to get past this but here I am yeah just popping in here because we're going to take a brief break before we continue the conversation 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh my gosh, I think both of those are such, like, helpful examples of what you can lean on to push through and kind of take the leap and invest in what you're resisting towards. I absolutely love leaning on your community because I know there's so many times where we can't even begin to fathom how other people see us. And it's almost like seeing yourself in true reflection. It's like you can't, the mirror is only one angle of you and it's kind of obscure in a way so you have you have to have community that you trust to be able to speak into you and I think I love a practice of being a little bit delusional in the sense of I really try and exercise my imagination of what's possible for me and I kind of joke sometimes I actually joke with a lot of people that I'm just on a yacht somewhere in the south of France like living my best life and even though that's not actually what I want to be doing, there's a feeling and an essence that I kind of invoke when I think about that. And for me, that's always really grounding to tether to. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know why I'm having to do all of this because I want to get to that feeling and being able to be proximate to that and summon that for myself. I think in a weird way I've learned over the years, I'm so much closer to it than I think. Because like you said, when you start to have so many examples of how you have overcome it, you begin to be that story. Like that, there's just more of those moments than there are of not. And yeah. so then it becomes a practice of like, wait, yeah, push me, bring me to my discomfort. Like that's my growing edge. That's where I'm better. That's where I get to refine all of this. And then all of a sudden I find myself being the best version of myself and being surrounded by other people who also are prioritized. I'm like, oh, if that's what we get for leaning into what we're resisting, I want more of that. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Give me, give me, give me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think about Blue Ivy in this past, oh, yeah. you know, Renaissance tour and how it came out that, you know, she was just supposed to do one show. And then after seeing the comments, going back to the drawing board and being like, actually, I'm going to keep trying and doing this. And so it's like when you're able to overcome these huge things, it becomes easier for you to envision the future. Yeah. And that's like the whole practice. That's the whole practice of manifesting, of like believing yeah. that you can get on the other side of it. But acknowledging what's keeping you from doing that is the first step. Because oftentimes when you envision yourself there and you and let's say you get there, but you still don't have the money habits or you still don't have, you know – the demons, let's say, just for the for the sake of the word, like to conquer, mm-hmm. are conquered, then you lose 
you lose the beauty of those moments because mm-hmm. you're still focused on trying to, you know, get out of certain situations. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's food for thought. And especially as we're entering the new year, um, setting that intention or or even acknowledging and becoming aware of the things of like yeah. that's been keeping me back or been keeping you back um, is a helpful practice to level up or to glow up as as the kids say. Yeah. So I agree. Whether you're really considering your relationship to where you feel like your life's purpose is going or just down to the minute of something your heart is really just put on you that you want to do and put out into this world or accomplish running a half marathon, a 10K or putting out a YouTube video. I think there's a place for this conversation on both sides and in between of just taking a moment, like you said, as we're reflecting into this end of the year of just what does this conversation even bring up for you and resonate with absolutely yeah and with that being said we hate to leave y'all we do every we'll see time. the sister friends next time all it's right it's gonna stick it might uh we'll work on it i'll know in my heart when it's ready all right well i couldn't have couldn't have said it better now all right well peace love blessings bye y'all bye all right that wraps up our episode this week We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.